With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.
What's up, tribe? How you guys doing? Mm. I don't know how I feel about that green today. <clears throat> What's up, y'all? Listen, I woke up this morning. I'm a little bit hoarse, but we're gonna we're gonna make it do what it do. Good afternoon, everybody. How's everybody doing? Hey, what's up, soap and wash? Mwah. Whitney Pearl Pants. Okay, Whitney Pearl Pants. Thank you so much. Love my content. Thank you. Hey, Dominique. Hey, Gina Bina. What's up, Abby? Um, soap and wash. I already said hi. Hey, boo. Um, hey, Dominique. T. Trisha. Hey, how you doing, mama? You got your package? Thank you. I'm so glad. It was it was a little late, but I'm glad you got it. Hey, Yana. Hey, Giggles. I could have just, I would never do that, but I would say that I could have just dropped it off to you, honey, but I would never show up at anybody's house. I wouldn't do that. But when I saw the address, I was like, <laughs> but I knew you were in the area. Your homework is completed. Okay. So first of all, let me say a couple of things. One, let me apologize that I changed the date on this live. I had put on my community post that we were going to do this on Wednesday, but I had read the thing wrong and I thought the episode that this didn't drop until tomorrow and i was like okay well let me give myself time to watch it but then when i saw it drop today and i got home from work early early i was like oh i got time to go because it was only an hour or a little bit over an hour so i was like i got time to watch this so um we're gonna get into that in a minute let me make a couple of quick announcements and then we're gonna jump right into this first of all First announcement, I'm going to start using my community wall a lot more to post stuff, to let y'all know stuff that's going on. Going into the summer, I'm going to have a little bit more time on my hand, and I have plans to start doing things a little differently. Um, and one of those is going to be, I'm going to start doing more live reviews of shows. I'm still going to do my pre-recorded reviews, but I'm going to come and do some live reviews. What I've been doing now is like combining it with the celebrity news i'm gonna start separating that so you guys i'm gonna be using my community wall more often so that's the first thing the second thing is bath and body works is having their semi-annual sale y'all better get on over there and get your candles get your lotions get your body sprays whatever it is that you get from the bath and the body works i already got stuff in my car and i'm gonna hit that that button when i get up off of here okay i already got about four five candles in my car okay y'all know how i love my candles okay that's it that's all let's get into this so for those who are not familiar if you do not watch the real housewives of beverly hills okay the show is called the housewife and the hustler it is like a 2020 news report right it's not like a whole documentary or anything it's like an hour long over onto the hulu um now hulu is affiliated with abc so this was the abc news report um Erica Girardi, aka Erica Jane. Hey Reese's. Hey boo. Reese's. No, you went to Carol. I keep trying to make you at Lorraine. You went to Carol. Um Erica Girardi is a real housewife. And if y'all have been watching my real housewife reviews, y'all know how much I love me some Erica Jane. Up until last season, I loved her. I loved her attitude her confidence her alter ego situation i loved all of it but then last season she sort of got on my nerves a little bit and over the like during the off season whole lot of shit didn't hit the fan and that's what that report is about so let's just jump into it so it's called the hustler in the house right i'm gonna go through my notes 
and then we can just sort of commentate, right? Well, I'm gonna commentate as I go through my notes. <clears throat> the fact that I have two, three pages of notes just tell y'all that there was some stuff going on. First of all, what I found to be very ironic is that the first commercial at the very beginning before the show even started was an eHarmony commercial. I thought that was very ironic considering the fact that Eric is going through this divorce now. I was like, will we eHarmony? That's just stupid. I mean, that's just a little sidebar for me. Okay. Hey, Zara, Erica was one of you. Yeah, we used to love us some Erica Jane child. So we open up with um, Erica's husband, Tom Girardi, being deposed. And he says, I probably at one time had 50 to $80 million in cash, and it's all gone. Later on in the episode, he added to that quote and said, and I probably had a $50 million stock portfolio, and that's gone too. Now, some of his stock portfolio, he probably got hit with, you know, the markets and stuff like that. Some people, stock portfolios got hit a few years ago, and it just never recovered. So for that, I'm gonna get, I ain't going to give him no $50 million pass, but I will give him a little bit and say that that wasn't all him just spending up his money. That might have just been some bad investments and, you know, stuff just happening. What's up, um, what's up, Star? Hey, how you doing, boo? I got two of my stars in the, in the house. Hey. So, if you're not sure who Tom Girardi is, or you don't know who Tom Girardi is, Tom was, okay, if you saw the movie Aaron Brockovich, Tom was not that first attorney that Aaron Brockovich was working for. Tom was the attorney that came in and actually closed the deal. He was that, you know, the, the you know, the, the big time, you know, lawyer that came in and sort of, you know, almost took over the case but ended up actually closing the deal. And the Aaron Brockovich case was settled for $330 million, which at the time was the biggest settlement in like U.S. history for that type of a, of a lawsuit, right? So it was, it was groundbreaking. It made, you know, it made millionaires out of all of the attorneys. Now it didn't necessarily make millionaires out of the clients. That's another conversation for another day because 2020 did a whole thing on Aaron Brockovich last week. And I looked at it and just as a sidebar, they had some of the um, residents from that original lawsuit, from the Hinkley lawsuit and um, Aaron Brockovich, and they were like, one of the biggest things they hate about the movie is that at the end of the movie, it made it look like they won. And, you know, the woman who was like the main plaintiff was on there, she was like, listen, we didn't win. Like, PG&E settled. They never had to admit any fault, and they never held criminals criminally negligent for what they did to us. And she was like, myself, my husband, and my children, we have had medical issues our whole life. So it seemed like, oh, we won. But at the end of the day, she's back to working three jobs. That's listen. I could do a whole nother report on that. That's a whole nother story for a whole nother day. Okay, let's get back to Erica. But, it, but just so you know who he is, okay? So... <clears throat> We start in 1971. They said Erica Jane was born in 1971. Let me be clear. I don't believe Erica Jane was born in 1971. You mean to tell me that? I'm not going to tell y'all my age, but what I'm going to say is that I was born in the 1970s, and I refuse to believe that me and Erica Jane are that close in age. That's all I'm going to say about that. Moving on. Um, I mean, she's younger than me, but I thought she had a six. 
but we're gonna let that go anyway 1974 if you watch the real housewives you know erica's story she moved to new york and she became a go-go dancer at a very famous go-go slash strip club now according to erica she wasn't on the strip side she was on the go-go side and they had danielle schwab who said that she that she's from the real housewives of new jersey and she said that she used to work there as well they weren't friends or nothing like that anyway somehow or another erica found her way in um new york i mean in um california she was a cocktail waitress she ran into tom they started dating and they eventually got married now tom is like 20 years erica senior so there's always been an age difference there. Tom is like in his 80s now. And like I said, I believe Erica's in her 50s. I don't know what they talking about this 1971 thing. I don't know where they got that year from. But I'm almost certain Erica's in her 50s. I just refuse to believe she's not. But that's just me. That's just me. I'm going to just say I know I'm not in my 50s. That's all I'm going to say. Moving on. Moving on. Neither here nor there. Um... They got married in 2000, and there was no prenup. Now, I'm sure that Erica thought she had hit the jackpot when they got married, and she ain't had to sign no prenup. Fast forward to 2021, and it may not end up working in her favor, but that's another conversation. We're going to get to that at the end. We're going to get there. Um, for those who don't know, he wasn't in the movie, but in the real life. Right, yeah, you know, he wasn't in the movie. No, 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 he wasn't in the movie. Thank you. Thank you for making that. Uh-huh. Yeah, $333 million settlement. Yes. So here's where here's where the stuff. So um they they had former attorneys that used to work for him and said, listen, the pay was good. It was good, but the perks are even better. And what he was saying was they what he was saying was that. It was nothing for them to stay at the Ritz-Carlton on a regular basis if they were working late. It was nothing for them. They said at their Christmas party one year, they had Leanne Rhymes come and, and do the Christmas party. They said every year he would have a conference in Vegas. And one year, like Jay Leno was the entertainment. And it was just, that was just how they rolled. Like, that was just what they did, right? Um, they said that, you know, they were at this, this conference in Vegas and judges... You know would be there and tom would just be like hey you come here and like that's how he would talk to judges like hey you come here let me talk to you you know so he was definitely like the man right he was the man and you know people just acquiesced to him you know that's how he was rolling that's how he was rolling i'm sorry her and daniel knew each that says it all if they would have told us that from the beginning we'd have known she was a scammer well daniel said they weren't friends that they just worked at the same place but you never know child you never know my calculator says erica's knocking on 50s though but that could be her hollywood that's what i'm saying i, I really thought erica was over 50 but listen it don't even matter child it don't because if mm -mm, i'm not gonna do that i'm not gonna be mean okay so okay Okay, I'm trying to go through my notes here. Okay, so we start with the victim. We, we meet Joe, okay? Joe said, we're going to get back to Joe, but Joe is quoted at the beginning of this as saying, you know, every time he watched The Real Housewives of Beverly Hills, he couldn't help but think, was that his money that was being spent on Erica and this lavish lifestyle? Um, he said that, you know, basically it was a middle finger to all of his victims that he wasn't paying. Okay. 
So Joe is our first victim. Joe was over 18 years old when this happened to him. They used to, they lived in, um, like right outside of San Francisco. It was a Thursday night. They said him and his girlfriend were sitting down to watch Thursday night football. And there was an eruption. Make a long story short, um, it was a, it was a really bad fire. He was burned in the fire. His girlfriend actually died in the fire. And um, he, um, he was burned really bad, sorry. He said that he woke up in the hospital and Tom Girardi was already there. Now, what happened was the mother, her, the mother's name is, um, I forget the mother's name, but her best friend is Kim, Kim Archie. Now, Kim Archie at the time was a legal consultant. She was working as a legal consultant and um, Tom Girardi was sort of referred to her. And they knew about, you know, what happened with um, Aaron Brockovich. I mean, with that case, with the, I won't keep saying Aaron Brockovich, the Hinkley case. That was the, the case in Aaron Brockovich where they sued PG&E, which was, you know, the gas company. Well, this was another PG&E situation. And so they were like, well, who better can we get to represent us but the man who's already sued them and won? So they get... um. They get Tom Girardi to be the attorney. They said, you know, he was cool. Yeah, he had burns over 80% of his body. It was terrible, right? Um, um, so Tom did the settlement for them. Now they said that <clears throat> they said that he didn't really include them a whole lot in the litigation, the, the mediation. They said that they were scheduled for mediation. And when they showed up for mediation, Tom was like, I settled your case. Now, they never disclosed the full amount of what the settlement was, but fast forward to 2016. Oh, I didn't write the year that this happened. I'm sorry. But fast forward to 2016, Tom still owed Joe $12 million, and he had made a few payments. Not as much as he should have made, but he had made some payments. So suffice to say that his settlement was well over $12 million, right? So that's that. Now, Joe said that, he was okay with the settlement. Like, yeah, you know, they didn't, he, Tom didn't really include them in a whole lot of the conversation, but he was fine with the settlement. Now, this is the way it's explained. When you get a settlement, let me look at my notes. When you get a settlement, the, when the trial settles, the money goes into a trust. Once the money is in a trust, the percentage that you owe the law firm, whatever they take, 10%, 15%, 20%, whatever you agreed to when you signed on to let them represent you is immediately taken out and the rest is put into a trust. And it's called uh, a client account, right? The rest is put into the client account. At that point, again, depending on what you signed and how you signed it, sometimes, okay, 2010, thank you, little baby. Sometimes, and we've seen those commercials where they say, hey, if you have a settlement and you have and you, you know, you're getting your payments monthly, come to us and we can get all your money for you. We can get it all in a lump sum. And all they're doing is giving you your money, paying fees on it and just taking over your monthly payments. That's all they're doing. They're not doing anything remarkable. If you have a $10 million settlement and you're getting it in monthly increments, all they're doing is they're going to give you $10 million. They're going to add their own fee minus the fee that you already are paying the lawyer that you got. And then they're just going to take over. Basically, you're signing over your settlement to them. So that's what that is. Now, the biggest sin 
that a lawyer can make is to take his client's money, his or her client's money. I have heard that from friends of mine who are attorneys. I have heard that, you know, from other, you know, y'all know I like CNN and all that shit. Um, I've heard that in other places. Like a lawyer can get away with a whole lot of stuff, but the fastest way to get disbarred is to take your client's money. It's to co-mingle funds. It's to, is to do anything dealing with you taking money from your client. There it is. Frank Catania was disbarred because he touched client funds to build his gym. Absolutely. And I was looking at something, and I know it was a TV show, so I know. But there was something I was watching. It may have been a book I was reading. I don't know, because I read a lot of... um. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. John Grisham and stuff like that. It may have been a book I was reading. But I remember, and I remember that's what happened. The guy had taken money from his clients. And they were able to get him out of everything else. Like, it was a whole bunch of stuff. It must have been like a John Grisham movie. I mean, book or whatever. They, they were able to get him out of everything else except for at the very end. He still got disbarred. Why? Because he took clients' money. Like, he got out of the legal case and all of that, but he still got disbarred. Okay. Same thing happened with Flo Bowler's Motown settlement. See? Mm -mm -mm -mm. So, what happened was a month after the settlement, when Tom got the money, Tom went to Joe and his mom and said, listen, this is a whole lot of money. He's a young man. Let me invest it for you. I And, and it's guaranteed to get you a 6% return on your money. She said, you know, I was young. He was, you know, I mean, young, like not young, but, you know, I never had that kind of money before. Here's a guy who I know has had millions and millions of dollars in settlements. He did everything. Up until that point, he had done everything that he promised to do. So I was like, sure. I'll let you, because it wasn't for a long term of money. It was, I mean, it wasn't for a long amount of time. It was like a, let me, let me put this money in a trust and I will give you the pay. Basically a Ponzi scheme now. Let me take your money and I'm going to send you money monthly. And you're going to be making this 6% interest on your money while I'm sending you your monthly payments. But he said they never got a statement. He never showed them any type of investment portfolio or anything on this money. And they said for a while, it was okay. He said sometimes he was late, but then they would, he would call and Tom would send him a check, you know. But then it got to the point where the checks weren't coming. And even when he would call, he couldn't get Tom on the phone. And they even have voice messages from Tom saying, don't think 
Um, don't think I'm a bad guy. Don't think that I'm, you know, um, I'm, I'm really trying. You know, um, I know I, I got to get you that money. So they have him on tape basically admitting, um, little baby, can you drop the membership link for me, please, babes? Thank you so much. Thank you, Dominique. Um, go and get your deputy duties on, girl. Okay, thank you. And um, text me that cash app link so I can send you what I need to send you. Please and thank you. <clears throat> I should have got some water. I'm drinking this soda. I should have. Because I'm straining my voice because um, I'm losing my voice. But it's all good. We here. So, <clears throat> so that was like the beginning of the end. That was like the beginning of the end. Because this is a young man that legit needed his money. Like, he wasn't trying to buy a car. He wasn't trying to buy, you know. I mean, he did buy a house or whatever. But... He still, in 2021, still has surgeries that he has to. And like little Baby said, this happened in 2010. So we're talking about, you know, 10 years later, he is still seeing his plastic surgeon. And he still has surgeries that he's had to put on the back burner because he's trying to get his money. Okay? So. That was the one, that was the first victim we that we talked to. Then the second victim we talked to was another um, woman. She had a medical malpractice situation in 2014. Make a long story short, her settlement was $135,000. She's still waiting on her money. It is 2021. She is still waiting on her money. Now, I don't think her case was settled until it wasn't settled in 2014. That's just when her the the um that's just when the, the case the case didn't settle until like last year. But still, the medical company has already paid Tom. She ain't got her money yet. Okay. They said that it was hard because she said that in her process, it was hard because there was a lot of turnover at the firm. So 2014 till now, she said that her case went through a whole lot of other um, lawyers' hands because they have a high turnover. So you know what that means. They probably saw some stuff. They probably knew some stuff. They probably wasn't trying to get involved in some stuff, and they left. So they said it was a, a high turnover rate. Okay. Now, whenever the people started on um, when Joe's mom and Joe were emailing him and calling him, he kept referring him to a man by the name, well, a, a, a judge by the name of Justice Pinelli. He was a former Supreme Court justice for the state of California. And he was the mediator in the case between PG&E and Joe. Um, justice Pinelli re released a statement saying his involvement with the case ended when the settlement was reached, that he was just the mediator. He don't have nothing to do with it. He don't have nothing to do with nobody's money. But but Tom was making it seem like the judge was, wasn't releasing the money fast enough, and that's why he was late giving them their money. But the judge was like, no, ma'am. No, ma'am. I don't have nothing to do with that. Don't put that on me. I don't have nothing to do with that. Okay? So then... Kim, remember Kim? Kim ended up working for Tom. Remember, Kim is the best friend to the Joe's the, to Joe's family. She was best friend to his mom. She actually had started working for Tom. 
because this was before they started seeing how bad things were because she remember she was already a legal consultant so she was working for tom now her son actually died in a motorcycle accident and she wanted to file a wrongful death um suit but she didn't want Tom to represent her because she saw uh, she was starting to see some of the some of the, the nonsense that was going on with her best friend's case with um joe but they said no other attorney would take the case because they didn't want to have no problems with tom girardi they was like no you work for tom girardi you need to go to him so they ended up letting him take the case because they really didn't have no choice nobody it was either that or not do the case because nobody else would take the case okay now the last time joe received a check what up markel i was you were on my mind today too i need to call you the last time that joe received a check from um joe i mean from um tom was in 2017. so the accident was in 2010. I don't know how long it took them to settle. He was getting checks here and there, not like he was supposed to be regularly. And the last time he saw any money was 2017. Okay. So at that point, Joe and his family wanted to sue, but they didn't have anybody to go to because they were like, Tom knows the district attorney. Tom knows the state's attorney. Tom knows all the judges. Tom knows all the bar, the people on the bar. And what they're starting to find out now is there had actually been complaints. Former lawyers that used to work for Tom, former clients had been complaining to the bar. But because Tom was so cool and so in good with the bar, they weren't really investigating it like they should. And it was just kind of being swept under the rug. And so that's, they felt the same thing. They were like, well, nobody else has been able to get anything. You know, we're kind of stuck. But they were able to get, find a lawyer who was willing to take their case. So come to find out, Tom had been getting complaints to the bar exam for over 20 years. So I'm saying that for a reason because we're going to get to Erica in a minute. Okay, we're going to get to Erica in a minute. So what happened was they were able to find a lawyer to take their case. They sued Tom for the $12 million that he still owed Joe. Tom agreed. They went to mediation and Tom agreed to pay the money in like two payments or whatever. He made the first payment but he didn't make the second payment. And so what happened was when he defaulted on that loan, then the attorney pushed for a judgment. And this was sort of beginning, the beginning of the end because now a judgment, y'all know how judgments work. You get a judgment against you. Now we start getting into your finances and we start getting into being able to seize your assets and all of that. And now is when we start hearing about the court cases because we started hearing about Tom Girardi's legal issues about a year, maybe two years ago, like before the pandemic, right? And we heard about this lawsuit. We heard about clients suing him, but we didn't really know the details. Well, I'm gonna say we, I didn't really know the details. I'd heard about it. I was like, dang, some of his former clients are suing him, but we hear about it all the time. Clients, you know, they're unhappy with the lawyer. They think that they were supposed to get more than what they got, yada, yada, yada. Like we know how that goes, right? 
So when he defaulted on that second payment, now he has a judgment against him for like $11 million. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. $11 million. Which means that first payment couldn't have been more than a million dollars, maybe $2 million. I forgot. I, I meant to write down how much it was, but I forgot. Okay. Now, in walks a third victim. Y'all remember a few years ago, the um, Lion Airlines in Indonesia had that crash and everybody on board died. He was a part of that lawsuit. He um, had some of his, some of the um, orphans and widows were his clients. And again, he was able to get a settlement and those people ain't seen none of their money. Now, now we have orphans and, and widows. We have a burn victim. We got a woman who had medical malpractice. And I mean, that I'm sure the list goes on and on. These were just the three clients that they had in the special because it was only an hour long. I'm sure if they decided to do like a whole documentary, they could probably get 20, 30 of them. Okay. So here's where Erica comes in legally. We'll talk about the Real Housewives stuff in a minute. But here's where she comes in legally. Legally. Tom has stated that he gave Erica's company, her, I think it's called ENJ Global Entertainment LLC, whatever like that, a $20 million loan because Tom had been financing Erica's career even before she was on Housewives. And what happened was before she was on Housewives, she wanted to be this pop star and he was funding her career and he never got any re- he never got any return on the money. So basically he was just basically giving her money to go out here and perform and go into the studio like he she wasn't making any money. Nobody I mean some people knew who she was but she was definitely not like a global phenom. But then she got on the Real Housewives of Beverly Hills and Erica Jane her alter ego sort of got a second win and it started to become a little more lucrative. But we've seen Erica on the show. We've seen how she spends. She's been, you know, famous. We know that she um, spends $40,000 a month on just her glam squad. That don't include her clothes and travel and all the other stuff. Just for somebody to do her hair, makeup, and wardrobe. $40,000 a month. Okay. Um, <clears throat> so the other thing is Tom had a lot of businesses. He had a bunch of businesses. And Erica... Like on one of his businesses, she was listed as the secretary, not secretary, like answer the phone secretary, but like the board of trustees, like secretary. Y'all know what I'm saying? 
Um, yeah. Oh, yeah. Erica said that. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Erica said that he financed her. You know, he financed it, and she even felt entitled to it because she was like, "Listen, I was the good housewife. You know, I was the you know the the lawyer's wife. You know, I did the, the parties and I hosted the events and I showed up for many years and I decided I wanted to do something for me and Tom was there for me. Like that's how they kind of you know make it seem. So, um. So Erica is actually named in the lawsuit because her name is on a lot of documents. She has been subpoenaed, but it's been postponed twice. So as of the date of the recording, I'm not sure exactly when um, that I don't I, I couldn't tell you the date. I know that a lot of that is current because they talk about this season of The Real Housewives. So I know a lot of it is current information. Um because they even had clips of this season of the housewives with her um talking about she didn't know anything about it and this that, and the other so yeah now let's get to miss erica Girardi. okay so part of the problem is that erica has been very flaunty i guess for lack of a better word of her lifestyle on the Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. Matter of fact, somebody on here was quoted as saying she basically raised the bar. Like the way Erica came onto Real Housewives of Beverly Hills, she actually raised the bar. And when you think about it, she sort of did. I mean, Erica, nobody else traveled with their glam squad like Erica did. Nobody else did wardrobe like Erica did wardrobe. Like if you watch the Real Housewives of Beverly Hills, Erica did wardrobe for like events. Like her, her wardrobe changes are epic like she put together storyboards right she didn't just pack i remember when they went to tokyo and she took her glam squad with her to tokyo and flew them first class like the trip paid for her i mean the show paid for her she flew them in first class to tokyo like it it's just crazy and when you see her closet um, they showed, you know, her closet, of course, you know, they showed the closet and all of that. And, um, and so they talked about the elaborate lifestyle. They showed clips of Erica bragging about different things. Oh, we have two private jets. The smaller private jet is, you know, local and the larger private jet is for us to fly internationally. And, you know, one of the attorneys was saying, listen, this is not what we do like yes we make money and we live good he said but there's a way that you don't have to flaunt it in people's faces especially when you know you ain't paying the people who you make the money off of um since then and i'm gonna go we, like i said we're gonna go back to miss erica but let me go through the rest of my notes tom has actually been forced into um bankruptcy he he did not voluntarily file for bankruptcy but he had to file for bankruptcy um he's being allowed to live in the pasadena home that we've seen on the real housewives of, of beverly hills until it's sold so it is on the market and once it's sold but he's being allowed to live there he's currently under a conservatorship his law practice has been closed down um all of his assets all of his accounts were frozen um um the state bar has finally filed charges against him and they released a statement basically saying we made mistakes we overlooked some things oops 
But had they done their job, we wouldn't have got to where we are. Um, and for the most part, I mean, there were different people that were there. Y'all know different. Y'all know how they do these shows. But everyone pretty much agrees that she is really stupid to still be on the show. Um, Sonny Hostin was one of the people up there. And Sonny Hostin was like, at this point, you better believe that there is somebody that is currently transcribing every single episode, documenting and inventorying everything they see on every single episode. Best believe that everything she says on this season is going to be transcribed and it will all be admissible because it's out there for public consumption. You can't say, I mean, you can file it obviously, but you can't say, well, you can't use that. It was on TV. Why can't I? You said it. <laughs> you said it. Um, Erica, of course, her defense is any, because, you know, they're trying to get to her assets. But Erica is saying that any of her assets were gifts and they're not a part of the estate. They were gifts. They said that Erica not having a prenup which, like I said, remember I said at the beginning, she probably thought she had hit the jackpot because she ain't had no prenup. But fast forward to 2021, it might end up being to her detriment because they are now tied together legally in everything because they were married for 21 years. And at this point, Erica makes more money than he does. And Erica actually has more assets than he does. So her not having a prenup may end up working against her in the long run. So, this is what I'm going to say. Oh, and because Joe and his family were the first ones to file the lawsuit, they'll be the first ones to get paid once everything is liquidated. So, the first 12 millions minus fees and all that good stuff will go to Joe, and then it will trickle down. But here's the sad part. When they closed his law office, he had nine thousand. He had nine thousand. Wait a minute. I want to get. I want to get it right. Nine. Yeah, he had nine thousand people working for him, and he had over nine hundred cases still pending. So, and I mean, the people working for him, of course, that includes paralegals and. The mailroom, the secretary, that's not just all attorneys. But he also had over 900 cases. So what happens to those cases now? What happens to those victims? What happens to that situation? Not back to H&M and Express. You know that's right. So, and sometimes on the show, she would blatantly ask if a particular item was theirs or a gift. Yeah, mm-hmm, see? Oh, I'm sure they did, Zara. I'm sure they subpoenaed it all because it's all there for public consumption. Like, and I'm and see when they subpoena from Bravo, then they get all of the outtakes. They get everything that we didn't see. They get the you know the, the footage that they the you know the unedited version basically. You know we see the edited version and you know they take out what they want to take out and they spend things where they want to spend things. Um, footage of the house, footage of her closet, footage of everything. The cars, all of that, honey. Now, 
With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Let me go back to this. First of all, let me say, let me say this. Y'all, somebody going to jail. When they started talking about how extensive this was and how long this went on, you know, he ended up having to get loans that he defaulted on. So not only did you spend all of your own money, you spent all your clients' money. Then you got loans for millions and millions of dollars and you defaulted on those. Listen, let me say this. We can blame Erica for some of this, but we can't blame Erica for all of this. One, we can't blame Erica for all of this because he has had complaints against him for 40 years. They said at the end of this, they said for 40 years, okay? So before he met Erica, before he married Erica, his ass was in debt. And I remember reading an article a few months ago, His, because, you know, Erica's his third wife. So his first two divorces hurt, okay? So that's part of it, okay? That's part of it. Now, can we put a whole lot on Erica? Oh, yeah, we can put a whole lot on Erica. Let's be clear. We can put a whole lot on Erica, okay? Because... He was trying to keep up with that young girl, keep her happy, maintain the lifestyle she wanted to live, put on those airs for, but you know, Beverly Hills, you know, keeping up with the Joneses and all that good stuff. <clears throat> In the first or second season, she said that she had shopped out of Rodale Drive. But that means she had shopped out, like she, like she, she owned everything she wanted off of Rodale Drive. I heard he hasn't been paying his ex-wife alimony and she's now in line. She probably is. I mean, sounds about right. And I remember last season, do y'all remember, and little baby, you might remember, remember last season, and I might even mention it in my review, the first episode or the, like the first, it was early on in the season, it was like the first or second episode, remember when Erica was touring the grounds and she was talking about, okay, boo, and she was talking about how it's been a long time and they, the house needs some renovations. And she was talking about they showed the pool and it, it was crumbling, like the concrete was crumbling around the pool. And she was saying how she got to talk, like she was right making a list. And she had, she had to talk to Tom because they need some repairs done to this house. And at the other house, something going on at the other house. You remember that little baby? Or anybody else that watches Beverly Hills? And I, remember, I think I might have even mentioned it in my review because I was like, how you got a crumbling pool? How you concrete crumbling around the pool? You remember Sinners Overdose? Okay, so I ain't crazy. Okay. Yeah, and I remember thinking, huh, they don't, like, to me, when you own an estate and you got that kind of money, like, that's the kind of stuff that should just normally, your groundskeeper should just be like, this needs to be done, and da 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 I mean, something like the concrete around your pool crumbling, that's a major thing. And it don't happen overnight. Like, that doesn't happen overnight. Um, you remember that too, Whitney Diamond? Okay, so I ain't crazy. Okay. Um, now let me say this. Do I think that he got caught up in that lifestyle? Sure he did. Do I think that he didn't want to tell Erica no for whatever reason? Absolutely. You know, um, but here's what I think is gonna happen. I don't think Erica going to jail. 
don't think Erica going to jail. Erica is going. She's going to cooperate. She's going to have to give up some money. But I don't think she's going to jail. Tom. I don't think Tom going to go to jail either. I'm going to tell you why I don't think Tom's going to jail. Because Tom has got a doctor to say that he got Alzheimer's. And right now, he is under a conservatorship, his brother. Because y'all remember when they put him under the conservatorship and everybody was like, well, why isn't Erica? Because Erica was filing for divorce. Erica's filing for, filing for divorce. Um... Tom is in his 80s. Now, let's be clear. We know they'll put people in jail. I mean, Lord, they'd put Bill Cosby in jail. They'd put, um, uh, what's the man, the 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 movie exec out in um, California that was doing all them bad things to all them women. Y'all know who I'm talking about. I can't think of his name now. Y'all know who I'm talking about. Um, anyway, y'all know who I'm talking about. Um, um. Somebody put it in the chat. Y'all know who I'm talking about. So they will put you in jail in your 80s. Let's be clear. But I just think that by the time this all plays out, I don't know if he's going to jail. I don't know if he's going to get a suspended sentence. I don't know. Harvey Weinstein, thank you, Ms. Venus. I don't know if he's going to get a suspended sentence. I don't know if he's going to end up um, like at a hospital. You know what I'm saying? Like, uh, But I don't know if he's going to jail. I don't know if he's going to jail. I don't know if he's going to jail. Thank y'all, everybody. Yeah, Harvey Weinstein. Thank y'all. Um, Erica was poor and then learned from Tom about the law. She's not going to prison. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I And she has postponed this deposition twice. And I'm sure that she's got a good lawyer giving her some good advice. And I'm telling y'all, she's going to sing like a jaybird. And her defense is going to be she ain't know. Her defense is going to be she did not know. Now, we know that um, that didn't work for Teresa over to the Real Housewives of Jersey. But that's going to be her defense. Okay, Tracy. That's going to be her defense, honey. Now, I don't know if it's going to work. But that is definitely, in my opinion, that's definitely going to be her defense. Tom's smart enough to avoid prison time by pleading some kind of mental. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Right. They already got him on record being um, diagnosed with um, Alzheimer's. I'm not buying it either. Listen, one of the attorneys said, listen, um, I can't, you know, I ain't no doctor and I can't say speak to it. But I know that before COVID. He was still moving and shaking and he was still speaking at events and I still ran into him in social circles and I ain't feel like nothing was wrong with him. Oh, see, Golden, I'm sorry. I don't know what, I don't know. I, I didn't read the first part, but I'm sorry you um, having some issues, baby. Wasn't it a hot mess, Sam J? So yeah, I mean, I'm still, listen, y'all still go over there and watch this over to the Hulu. I'm giving y'all the, you know, y'all know I'm giving y'all the hot spots. Um, but <sighs> I do feel like this, and I'm not saying this because I like Erica, because I still think Erica is culpable in some of this. I, I do, I believe she's culpable in some of this, 
But I will say this. I do feel like Erica did not know all the intricacies of what was going on. She, I don't believe she did. I don't believe she did. I don't believe she knew that this man was not paying his claims, especially not when this grand scheme, $12 million. You know, I don't think she knew that. <clears throat> do I think that she's heard the whispers? Do I think that she knew that some stuff wasn't right? Yeah. Oh, your five-year-old giving you the blues? Child. Um, they did say that um, they weren't surprised. People who are in the know in Hollywood circles are not surprised at the divorce because rumors were starting to surface that he was having some money problems. You know, stuff like that. You know, when rich people start having money problems, they move in small circles anyway. And it'll be little stuff that lets you know when rich people start having money problems. You know what I'm saying? It'd be little stuff. You know, you're going out to lunch and you're not picking up the check anymore. Um, maybe you had five cars and now you're down to two cars. You know, it's little stuff like that that people start going, huh, okay, I see you. Something ain't right here. Okay, you ain't living like you was living. You know, it'd be little stuff that for us, wouldn't be you be like well i mean who needs five cars but you know when you start with this you see how it breaks down then you see okay um so they said that they weren't really surprised by the divorce filing because it, it was starting to go it was in the rumor mill that tom was having some problems i don't believe she knew the ins and outs of how he was getting the money but she's not oblivious to the shady dealers yeah i like i said i believe that she knew some stuff was going on she's no dummy um, but I don't think she knew to the extent, you know, um, because first of all, even when you get the breakdown, it's a whole lot of in, you know, it's a whole lot of this, 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 and this, this, and that, and this, this, and that type stuff going on. You know what I'm saying? The Real Housewife and the Hustler. It's about Erica um, Girardi, a.k.a. Erica Jane, over to the Real Housewives of Beverly Hills and her husband. Hey, Tabitha, how you doing, boo? Um, and it's about, um, it's on Hulu. And it's about how basically he been robbing his clients for the last what almost 20 years honey well really longer than that because the bar they say he had complaints to the bar going back 40 years child she spoke highly always spoke highly of time and placed him on the pedestal i don't think she would have questioned him yeah i just don't think so i don't and again that's not to say that she didn't know anything i ain't about to see him give her a whole 100 pass but i but i do feel like she didn't know everything I don't feel like she was a cold conspirator is what I, I guess is what I'm saying. It's just, um, it's a, it's like a news, um, report over on Hulu. It's just a one episode, like an hour long, one episode on Hulu. Uh-huh. Yeah. It's like a, a, like a 2020 type thing where they break down the whole, how, it, you know, like where it started and how much money he, um, let's see, he probably out of the three clients that they showed us, out of three clients that they showed us, he probably owes probably close to $20 million to his um clients. And that's just the three clients that we know that, that were on the show that he stole from. Because they didn't talk about the settlement that he got for the um airline victims either. But he represents multiple um victims from that plane crash. So it wasn't just... So even if the settlement was $1 million each, he represents multiple clients from that plane crash. I think she's smart enough not to question him. Yeah. Yeah. And even when she started her own company and he was giving her loans or whatever, like, I don't think that would have raised a red flag because remember, he was financing her career. 
So he gave her a $20 million loan to her company. Because for all we know, that could have been a conversation where he said, okay, Erica, this is it. Like, I've been financing you. You know, you now have your own money. You on Beverly Hills. You're getting endorsement deals. You're doing this. You're doing appearances. I'm going to give you this one last little loan for $20 million. And after that, you are on your own. I mean, who's to say that that's, I mean, who's saying that's how the conversation went? You know what I'm saying? They said he still owes money to some PG&E victims. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Sims overdose. Yeah, that's what I said. That's, yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, you mean from the original case from Aaron Brockovich? Now, I don't know about the original case, but I do know from the second, his second PG&E um, lawsuit. Now, I don't know. They didn't really get into that. They didn't really get into that. That could be true, though. But they didn't really get into that. I'm pretty sure Erica was like, I know my husband is having money problems, but my glamorous life is still going on. So however he's getting his money, I'm fine with it. That could be it too. Child Phaedra knew what Paula was doing, child. That's a little bit different. That's a little bit different. Okay. Because at least Tom is a a world-renowned attorney that has made millions of dollars. So that's a little different. That is a little different. Then Apollo leaving the house every day and coming home with money. Like, that's a little different. Okay. Ignorance is no exception. It's, you're right. Ignorance is no is no excuse. Will these people ever get their money? So, yes. Well, will they ever get all of their money? That's I, That answer, I don't know. But the way it is the way it is now is that he's being forced to um forced into bankruptcy and he has to liquidate everything so like his law offices are being sold like he had this big law office on wilshire boulevard in la i'm sure the real estate on that is worth you know a good piece of change he has to sell everything his houses cars planes um and like his all of his assets everything that he had it, he's got to liquidate it and so um the victims will get their money like in order of, I guess, how they when they file the complaint. I know the first victim is Joe, the, the guy in the the, the the first victim we talked to or the show. And Tom owed him like eleven million dollars. And then it trickles down from there. So it would be interesting to see how they filed their taxes. Listen, I promise you that the IRS is on top of all of that. Listen, I'm sure that before it's all over with, the IRS going to get in this. They're going to get in line. You know, the IRS is going <laughs> to... Oh, thank you, Zap Allen. Somebody insulted me yesterday when um I said something about um I was doing videos, and they were like, with your hair like that? I was like... What you trying to say? Like, how bad does my hair look? I mean... I ain't crazy about how my hair look right now, but please, I promise y'all, until my air conditioner get fixed, it's going to be like this. Because y'all know I normally get my hair done on Fridays, every other Friday. And last Friday was my Friday, but I was like, I ain't about to sit here and pay to get my hair done until my air conditioner get fixed. Because that's how my hair got sweated out before, is because um, I sweated it out because it was so hot in my house. Now, they supposed to be here today to fix my air. I ain't heard from them people all day today. They about to make me mad. That's another conversation. I don't want to go left. Let me stay right here. Yeah, so, honey, yeah, so that is, y'all go over there, check it out. Tabitha, I know you don't really watch The Real Housewives of Beverly Hills, but you will find it very interesting. It's only an hour, and it's on Hulu. And I know, I don't think you have Hulu, but if you don't have Hulu, you know, you might be able to find it. You know what I'm saying? You might be able to find it. 
But it is very interesting, y'all. It is very, very, very interesting. Um, all of his, yeah, all of his properties. He had like at least three houses. All of his properties, um, like I said, he is being forced to liquidate. So everything he owns is for sale. And remember, over the summer, Erica was trying to sell a lot, sell off her wardrobe, but she was trying to like sell it on like a high-end consignment shop, like an online, it was like a high-end online consignment shop. And she was trying to sell it undercover. So like her name wouldn't be attached. So it wouldn't say like this came from Erica Girardi's closet, but they told people anyway. And the court told her, no ma'am, mm -mm, get that up off of there. Cause, cause there's, there's a legal case pending. Mm -mm, no ma'am, you can't do that. Oh, you got Hulu? Uh-huh, check it out. Mm-hmm. Don't get any more heated than I already am. <laughs> Easy, get a business file. It's a corporation. Once corporations file, you pay yourself a percentage as an employee. Ooh. Yeah, the case is definitely taking a lot of twists and turns. And that that's that news report is an hour long, and it pretty much some because I've been reading up, you know, here and there too. It pretty much summed up the majority of what I heard. The only thing that it didn't really get into. I mean, it did, but it didn't really get into all of the details of how much debt he was actually in outside of maintaining his lavish lifestyle. Like you said, he still owes his ex-wives alimony. He'd been married to Erica for 21 years. How the hell he still owe them alimony? You know what I'm saying? Like, he has bills outside of private jets and, you know, jewelry for Erica and all of that. It's good. I recommend it. I mean, even if you don't watch The Real Housewives of Beverly Hills, it's just it is just a case study on greed and excess and you know the things like how much is enough? You know, if he okay, if his first now let's be clear, before he got the first settlement that that 333 million dollar settlement, before he got that settlement he was already a big time attorney making a lot of money. So let's be clear. He was already a millionaire before he got that settlement. And I don't know what he signed on for to get off of that. Eric Rockovich cap. I'll keep saying, y'all know what I'm saying. But even if his law firm got 10% of that settlement, you walked away with a good little payday. And then that rolled over into more and more and more and more because now you are that guy. And just like I said, when they closed his law firm last year, he had over 900 cases. If Let's just say that all 900 cases, and I know that they're not all, but let's say those 900 cases, out of those 900 cases, let's say that even only half of them were million-dollar cases. Like, how much is too much? You know, but you are living that crazy. Like, who needs two private jets? Like, that's crazy. Do you know how expensive it is to maintain a damn private jet? The fuel is what really gets you. The jet itself, eh, it's that fuel. But who needs two private jets? I'm hearing Ponzi scheme being for Yeah, it is. Well, it was a Ponzi scheme. Because when he, with, when, with what he did with Joe's money, when he said to Joe, here's your settlement, but if you let me keep your settlement, I'll invest it and I'll guarantee you a 6% return on your investment. And like his mother said, they never got any statements. 
They never got any portfolio information. I mean, at least um, who's the dude that did the, the Ponzi scheme that got that he just died? I, it wasn't Rupert Murdoch. That's the guy from um, Fox News. Um, why well, I can't remember nobody name today. Y'all know who I'm talking about. The guy that did the Ponzi schemes. Um, he at least was um, he at least was um, fabricating statements and sending people statements showing them that their money was making all of this money. Bernie Madoff. Bernie Madoff. Let me tell y'all something. If the thank you cams. Um, Xavier, if the if the market had never crashed, Bernie Madoff would still be living good off of these people's money because all he kept doing was recycling the money. And people didn't, when people would ask for their money, like let's say, okay, I invested with Bernie Madoff and he keeps sending me these statements saying that my portfolio, I invested a million dollars with him and now he's saying that my portfolio is worth, is worth $3 million. Well, I'm retired now. I want to take my $3 million out. I want to do some other things with that money. He had the $3 million to give me. The problem was when the market crashed, everybody wanted their money. Well, he didn't have that. If the market had never crashed, Bernie Madoff would have never got caught. Because he just, you know, he was able to pay people when they wanted the money. He was able to give people the money when they wanted it. He sent people these statements, you know, Quarterly statements, just like any of anybody in here has an investment account, even if you only got $20 in that investment account, you get a quarterly report, you get an end of the year report, you know, you get all of that to show you where your money is, what they invested your money in, how much your portfolio was worth. People were getting that. It wasn't until the market crashed and everybody wanted their money. That's what got him caught. Yeah, Bernie Madoff died a few, he died recently, not that long ago. He died in jail. I think he had cancer. I think. Don't quote me on that. But yeah, he died. Yeah, the new money paid off the old investors. Absolutely. Absolutely. And remember, y'all, Bernie Madoff was living like that for years. Like, that wasn't new. He was living like that for years. And the same thing with Bernie Madoff. As they liquidated his account and as they could see, the other thing with Bernie Madoff was he had money hidden. He had so many accounts hidden all over the world that they had to find a lot of that money. But every time they found an account or they found an investment or something linked back to Bernie Madoff, what happened was all of the um, victims got a percentage of that money. So if they found a million dollars and let's say he had a hundred, I'm just throwing out a number, y'all. Let's say he had a hundred victims. Based on how much you invested with him, you got a percentage of that million dollars. And so even now, they're still like paying off um, the victims. So like if you only invested $100,000 with Bernie Madoff, you've probably gotten your money back by now. If you invested $20 million with Bernie Madoff, you might still be in the black. But when they first liquidated everything and sold off everything and, you know, they they did all of that. Basically, they took the money and they divided it up based on the victims and the percentage an amount of what you invested and you got a percentage of it. And then every time they find more money, like they have people that literally that is their job is to just find his money because he had, you know, and get the money because some places where the money is, you know, you got to go through hoops to get to it, which is the reason why people put their money there, the Cayman Islands and Swiss bank accounts. Like they put their money there for a reason because it's really, really hard to get to it. Yeah, oh, Bernie took from everybody, child. Bernie took from every damn body. <laughs> Bernie took from everybody, child. Remember Bernie took from Steven Spielberg and the Holocaust? Like, um, I think 
I don't want to, I think the, I don't want to say it's the Holocaust Museum, but it was like a, one of the organizations that helped build the Holocaust Museum here in DC. I want to, don't quote me on that y'all, but I know it's, I know one of his victims is, is an organization. It wasn't a person. It was an organization. It was like a Holocaust victims organization. He was Jewish. So he ain't care about taking money from Holocaust victims. Y'all know he didn't give a damn about taking money from y'all. Yeah, one of his sons committed suicide. Suicide Because remember, his sons and some, like his sons were in the business. If They did a movie on Bernie Madoff a few years ago. ABC did a movie. And of course, it's a movie. So everything isn't going to be 100%. Stuff is going to be sensationalized. But his sons... I want to say two of his sons worked for him and one of the sons knew what was going on or was questioning what was going on because his sons got charged too his sons got charged his wife remember his wife his wife got caught up too all of them that's why erica that's why i'm telling you i don't think erica i don't think she's going to jail just like bernie madoff's wife didn't go to jail but erica ain't out the clear like this is this is going to go on for a minute like this is going to take erica it's gonna go on for a minute. Yeah, he had a few charities money. Okay, a few. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Y'all, I'm telling you. So that's really what he was doing. So if he was doing it with this victim, I'm sure he was doing it with a lot of his other victims. And again, the same thing with Tom. If Tom had maintained those payments to his victims, because he had already convinced the victims let me in, let me invest your money for you and i'll just give you a monthly payment of your money if he had maintained those monthly payments he'd have never got caught he got caught because he stopped giving people their damn money because remember people have been filing complaints with the bar for 20 years but because he was cool with the bar and he was you know i was gonna say bernie madoff because he was tom girardi those complaints weren't going anywhere it wasn't until people was filing those complaints about you owing them money. And going back to what I said at the beginning, the worst thing a lawyer can do is take his client's money. They'll let a lawyer get away with a whole lot of other stuff. But the quickest way to get um, disbarred is to take your client's money. Do we think Erica knew? Surely you'd question where all the money came from. I don't know if I would question, let me say this. I don't know if I'd question where all the money came from. You're married to one of the most celebrated attorneys in the history, in our in the history of the United States. Like, like, let's be clear. Tom Girardi was not an ambulance chaser. He was that guy. He was that guy. Like he was. So I don't know if Erica, I don't know if Erica would question it, especially if from the beginning of their relationship. That is who he was. I'm pretty sure Tom is damn near 30 years older than Erica. If we're going to believe that Erica was born in 1971, then that means Tom is damn near, it's, it's over 30 years older than Erica. So when Erica met Tom, he was already in his 50s, 60s. So I'm sure that he was whining and dining her. I'm sure that he was showing this young girl a good time financially. So I now I'm not saying that that doesn't mean she didn't know like fast forward to now, but I don't think she did have any reason to question it. 
if you marry somebody and when you marry them, that's all you've ever known is this lifestyle. Like it wasn't like he became that guy while they were married. He was that guy when they met. I mean, this man was in Newsweek magazine and, you know, he was, I mean, he was, he was that guy. I mean, he was multi-million dollar settlements left and right, left and right, you know? So I'm not going to say that Erica should have known, but I'm going to say that I don't think Erica was totally naive to it. Now, I'm, I am going to say that I don't think Erica was totally naive to it. I mean, Erica was young, fly, cockasoid looking for a sugar daddy. You don't question where the money coming from. Plausible deniability. Well, yeah. Oh, let me go back up. It's possible that she didn't know based on what you've explained. However, if he had all those complaints, she had to question some of his dealings. Yeah. If you're dealing and handling others, pe other people's money, you better have your ducks in a row. Stealing your client's money is just a <laughs> Right, really be Tom was definitely not be a lawyer that I would have questioned. Yeah, I mean, you know. Her son is a police officer, so he might have to arrest mama. Oh Lord, young rich. That is yeah, his yeah. And remember her son lived with them. Remember her son lived with them. That's what happened to Michael Avenetti. He stole his client's money. Michael was stormy. Yeah, see, yeah, Stormy Daniels lawyer. That's exactly what happened with him. Yep, 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 yep. Yeah, so, I mean, I'm going to be honest with y'all. If I met a dude and he was a, a millionaire living that millionaire lifestyle and we got married and the money kept coming and I ain't have to worry about no finances, I'm not saying I would ask no whole lot of questions. Now, if he started putting a whole lot of paperwork in front of me, talking about sign this, sign this, we're going to have to have some conversations. But if the American Express black card don't get declined, I don't know if I'm questioning it. Born in 1971 makes her 50. Okay, I thought, but I still thought she was older than that child. I still thought she was older than that. But yeah, okay, that make her 50. Okay. Yep. So that's that y'all y'all go ahead and go over there and check it out it was good it, it didn't drag on it was very interesting from beginning to end um y'all know hulu's not like not like netflix unless you pay for the different tiers you know you got some commercials in there so there's commercials but it's about an hour maybe an hour and 10 minutes it's not too long but it is definitely and even if you don't watch the real housewives of beverly hills it's just a really good story on excess and the question is, how much is enough enough? Child, Erica older than 50. Ain't nobody going to convince me Erica Ass was born in 1971. I don't care. You can show me her birth certificate and I ain't going to believe you. I don't care. Have y'all seen Erica Jane? And with all the fillers and Botox that she does, she still look like that. No, ma'am. No, ma'am. No, ma'am. She look older than Lisa Renner. And we know Lisa Renner ass is over 50. But she looked older than Lisa Renner to me. Mm -mm, nope. Mm -mm. Nope. I ain't believe you. I will not. Hell, Garcelle is in her... Well, we, she ain't. Black don't crack, so I'm not going to use Garcelle. Black don't crack. We won't use Garcelle as an excuse. <laughs> Example. Black don't crack. Black don't crack. <laughs> we not use her. 
But yeah, I'm not doing that. Erica, have y'all even with her makeup on? She's beautiful, but she still look older than fifty with the makeup off. No, oh, ma'am. No, oh, ma'am. Just think it's weird she filed before it all came out about Tom. Wish I could have been a fly on the wall in the house. Oh, well, now let me say this, Ryan. Do I think she knew by the time she filed for divorce? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think she, I absolutely believe. Let me say this. They were married for 21 years. I'm going to say for probably about 17 of those years, she probably ain't know. I ain't saying she ain't never know. I ain't saying that. But I'm going to give her about 17 of them 21 years that she was just living la vida loca and enjoying the, the lifestyle. But I do think when money started getting tight and he had to start, you know, playing, um, what's that game, three-car Monty that they play, and he had to start moving shit around. Yeah, I, I think, I think, yeah, yeah. But I still don't think she knew to the extent. Like, I still don't think she knew to the extent. No shade. She could be 50. Some folks age differently. That She could be. Listen, you're right. You are absolutely correct. But, baby. I'm just saying. When I saw 1971, I, I was writing my notes. It said 1971. I said 1971. Okay. <laughs> I heard Tom had planned on divorcing her in 2017. If I heard it all the way down here, she had to heard the divorce was all convenient if you ask me. He may have been. He Because remember, there's no prenup. And that might have been what changed his damn mind because had he divorced Erica... And with no prenup, all of the, you talk about it all coming out. Oh, it all coming out. Because they ain't had no prenup. And y'all think Erica Girardi with no prenup was going to walk away. Bye, Tabitha. Y'all think Erica Girardi was going to walk away. No, ma'am. That might be why he changed his mind about the divorce, honey. Because if you notice, like the last two seasons of Housewives, we ain't never see Tom ass. We might have seen him once, maybe twice. And usually he was on his way in or on his way out. We ain't see Tom. Right. What kind of lawyer doesn't get a prenup and a lawyer on his third marriage? Like, come on, sir. You know better than that. I guess Erica was putting that thing on him. I don't know. Erica was putting that thing. Yes, it's a dog. Y'all know, listen, Young Rich, don't do me. Y'all know that I got my windows open because my air conditioner is not working. Don't do me, Young Rich. Don't do me. Yes, that is a dog. Just like y'all heard the birds chirping the other day, okay? Listen, if y'all look at the trailer for The Real Housewives of Beverly Hills, y'all saw Erica... You could tell when the glam squad got fired. That's all I'm going to say. You see some of them scenes where Erica don't have no makeup on. And I'm sure some of it's by design to make her look, you know, you know to, to, to glam her down. I'm sure that some of it's by design, honey. Just like Portia won't sign Simon's. Child, Portia and Simon ain't getting married. Don't get me started on that. Listen, I already told you how I feel about that whole Portia situation. Portia and Simon ain't never getting married. They ain't getting married. Portia is, listen, I told y'all last week after I looked at that damn boring ass interview, I told y'all 
And I told y'all last week, they ain't getting married. They're not getting married. Push ass is going to be on the outside looking in, and him and Fowler are going to be back together. And Push going to be looking stupid. So Portia better get all she can get now. She better get all the gifts, all of the cars, the jewelry. She better get it all now. Because they ain't getting married. And I could be wrong, but I'm that's my opinion. My opinion is it ain't never gonna make it down the aisle. But you're right, Portia ain't signing no prenup though. She got listen, she got burnt once with that prenup. She signed that damn prenup for Cadell Stewart. Walked away with no damn money. She won't do it again. She won't do it again. I feel like she's going to get married for the show, then get divorced for a season. Well, they said that they weren't putting that relationship on the show. So the crazy thing is before you made the video, I never even thought about they were just a dysfunctional couple playing with each other, but it makes complete sense. Child, break up to make up. When I heard her say that, I said, oh, okay, that's what we're doing. Okay. Break up to make up. That's all we do. First you love me, then you leave me. It's a game for fools. That's what they are. They are that song. If I could sing, I would sing it for y'all, but y'all know I can't sing. But if I could sing, I would give y'all a good little two-step on it. And he's singing in the falsetto in the song. I know I can't do no falsetto. I can't do no altos. I know I can't do no falsetto. But baby, you know the song. Break up to make up. That's all we do. That's what they doing. That's what they do. And like I said, Portia might be in on it. Portia might be in on it. You know what I'm saying? She might be in on it, but I don't believe that it's going. I don't. I just. I just think that whatever Portia wanted from Simon, I would guess she has it already. Listen, let me tell you something. The stylistic. That's it. There you go. There's the stylistic. You know, I love. Listen, I love me. I know I love music. Oh, speaking of loving music, I'm gonna be coming back. I'm gonna try to do it today. Because I'm about to get off here in a few minutes. Because um, I said I was going to do one hour. Y'all always end up getting me on here longer than an hour. I'm not doing this with y'all. I'm going to have to put myself on a strict one-hour schedule. Yes, I said schedule. Um, there's no way Kenya, Sneaky Candy, and Bravo is going to allow that to happen. That's what I said. So we'll see what happens, child. They're using each other. They will not make it. No, she's too proud to be in on it. You think so? I think Portia can be bored. I think Portia can be bored. I don't think she's that proud. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I don't think she's that proud. Did anyone notice how old? They Listen, I don't know that woman like that. I know she's from the Real Housewives of New Jersey. I don't know her, but she looked terrible. Her what is going on with her lips? And that if that's her hair, she need to fire her stylist. If it's not her hair and that's a wig, she need to fire whoever told her to put that wig on. Either way, it was bad. It was just bad. It was bad. Yeah, she looked bad. I Listen, she looked bad. I don't know. And she was hating on Erica. Like, she was really hating on Erica. I was like, don't do it. Now, y'all know that, you know, Erica ain't my favorite person no more. But don't be doing Erica like that. Mm -mm. Don't be doing Erica like that. Mm -mm. And the, the, the lid, what's going on with the, I'm not doing that. Portia can't be bored, so dry. I'm not doing this with Xavier. I don't know. Xavier and Young Rich, I don't know why I be reading y'all out loud. I know y'all be saying crazy stuff. Danielle has aged because she's so full of hate. Listen, hate will do it. I'm serious. Listen, hate will do it. 
hate will do it, honey. She'll do anything for some attention. She didn't lie Erica vocals. Well, listen, Erica know her ass can't sing. Child. I was now I was surprised when Erica got that job in Chicago. I was like, who gonna sing for her? Remember, she was on Broadway before the COVID. I said, who gonna sing for her? Who did that? Anyway, y'all, don't forget to head on over to Avon. Little baby, can you drop the Avon link for me, please? We, it is not too late. You still got time. Well, maybe you don't because Father's Day is Sunday. I would probably say today will be your last day. If you're going to order something for um, Father's Day, today will probably be the last day. I would recommend. Avon is usually pretty good, though. It comes in a couple of days, but I don't want you waiting on it. Don't be cussing me out when it don't come. But there is still plenty over there. There is still plenty over there. You get, I just told you, I just put in a whole order for my vacation. I got me some Skin So Soft shower gel. I got me some sunscreen. Okay, I got me a whole um, thing over there for my trip. Okay, for my trip. Y'all go over there and check it out. We got a little bit of this and a little bit of that. We got this and we got that. Okay, y'all going over there. I told you I'm trying to hit my goal for this month. I'm about, uh, about $100 off my goal. Y'all go over there and check it out. Just check it out. Okay. With that being said, thank y'all for being here. I appreciate y'all. Mm -hmm. Thank you, El Teddy, for my wonderful overlay. It's so pretty. I like it. And I will see y'all. Y'all might see me later on today. I don't know. But I know I'll see y'all later. Peace. Mwah.